All righty. Welcome back for another episode of Two Plan Sports. Today is February 1st, 1st of February. It's the coldest month of the year here in Oklahoma. And we're joined with Rondell, Rondell Bothrid, and he's coming in from Wake Forest. We're here for an interview to introduce him to uh, Sooner Nation. So, you know, he's coming into Oklahoma. It's a little cold, but he's from Connecticut. So this is probably nothing yeah. for him. Uh, but yeah, so we'll get into it now. So Rondell, I just want to say, you know, welcome to Norman. Uh, you're coming mm-hmm. in. What do, What's your first initial takeaway to Oklahoma? Uh, you've been, I assume you've been on campus for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Uh, how's How's the transition been? Uh, it's been pretty good. People People making it easy. Uh, staff, teammates making it pretty easy. Um, definitely, yeah. It's, I mean, it's windy. It's not. It's It's cold, but the wind makes it definitely definitely way different. Um, and then these snow days are a little weird, but. Transition's been pretty good. Still uh, trying to settle in, figure out places, places to eat, places to chill, places just just to meet people and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I just been I've been I've been getting used to it. Definitely. If you do, you, as an athlete, do you get access to Headington Hall's cafeteria still? I know back when we were in school, uh, that was like where most of the athletes went. I'm not sure if we get access. Like we've had breakfast there a few times. Okay. Or, well, definitely. If you can get in there to eat pretty regularly, I would suggest it. That's the one thing I missed once I started getting into upper class yeah. uh, and not on campus. But uh, so you went, obviously you came from the transfer portal. You were at Wake Forest. Can you kind of tell us like the experience of just making the decision to want to enter the portal, yeah. how it was to even get to Oklahoma and what how that worked for you? Uh, so basically I graduated from Wake um, and then, like had a few good seasons and figured it was just time to time to move on time to see if there's other stuff out there for me um, like bigger schools bigger opportunities to put my name put my name on a higher pedestal kind of because like to go to the next next level so i decided against going to the league because i i probably went like late round maybe undrafted especially because i didn't play too much the last few games of the season so it was a pretty easy decision just to test my luck and then some big schools hit me up and then I had to like narrow it down really quick because the time frame I did it in was short and you got we got like four days to do visits and all that so it was it was a tough it was a tough few week and a half kind of um but then narrowing it down made it a little easier but then it was still tough and then getting over to Oklahoma was pretty obvious the choice I could make yeah so obviously you visited Oklahoma um did you take, I assume you took some other visits uh, to other schools Were there like a top three, top four that you might've had uh, narrowing it down. Yeah. Uh, top, top schools are probably like Auburn, Notre Dame, um, Penn state, and then USC. And then I only visited Auburn and Oklahoma. So what stood out to you the most? Like what, what was the thing that made you decide, all right, I should be in Norman rather than down to Auburn. Cause I mean, I'm sure and being part of the SEC with Auburn yeah. might have been something that you considered with their with the talent right. and how defensive linemen get drafted out of that conference. Yeah, I mean it was it was definitely hard to turn down, but um, I got here, and then just knowing knowing Coach Coach V's uh, track record with D linemen, and knowing that last year was his first year, and it's hard to judge a first year all the time um, with all the guys who lost and the ups and downs they had. So I feel like it's easy for people to question why I chose it, but. When I got here, it just felt it kind of felt like home, um, and it just felt like a place I would want to spend this last year at last year at and try to help improve the improve the defense and just improve the program overall. 
Yeah. And with coach Venables being from Clemson and while you're, you know, you were playing at wake, did that familiarity play a factor at all? Knowing, you know, going against him and obviously you weren't playing offense, but just seeing what his defense were, you know, how they performed and everything else that you played against him. No, I mean, it wasn't, I don't think it played that much, but it was cool. It was cool to just see um, like his side of things. Cause I was, I sat there for five years, four years and watched him, just get after our offense, get after everyone in the ACC. So it was cool just to see his side of things when we sat down to watch film for a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, I don't, it wasn't too much of a factor. How's the, uh, like getting into the locker room and all that stuff, all like all the guys having to pretty much in a way be a freshman on all, all over again. I'm sure it's probably yeah. a little different because your experience, you kind of have, you know what it's like to be a college student, but what's up in like, it's been easy. Uh, the guys, the guys in the locker room are cool, making it making it pretty easy. Um, it's definitely, I'm a I'm more of a shy guy, so I'm like to myself a little bit. But I've been trying to just, I'm trying to talk to guys and just make a make a simple friendship, just to make it easier the transition. But yeah, the guys in the locker room are great. Um, funny, we work we're working hard right now, so nothing nothing there to. It isn't great. Yeah. So the transition from Wake Forest to Oklahoma, what are some of the biggest differences that you see between the two programs, maybe coaching staff? And obviously, Wake's in a pretty cool place. Um, Wake's a pretty cool college in general. So what do you? Uh, what, what are the biggest differences that you're seeing between the two programs? Uh, biggest difference, obviously, size. Like, the amount of people that went to Wake is less than, like, I think it's like 25%. That uh, Wake is like six thousand, and then here is what like thirty something. So I think that's the biggest difference is size, and then like Wake's on, Wake's on the come up with football culture, but here you just you hear stories and like you see videos, you just know that like the football culture is everything here because there's not much else. And then at Wake, at Wake, it's like uh, this school small, so like there's not that many alumni. But there's a lot of alumni here, so it's kind of just size is the biggest difference. Because like the teammates, my teammates were just as great. Coaches were great, so it was not really not really anything specific. I wouldn't say so far, but that's the one thing I've noticed just like size. So you guys have at Wake Forest, you guys had pretty good last couple of seasons. The offense was doing really well. Defense was yeah. was really starting to improve. Did you guys feel disrespected? Because I feel like last, not this last season, but the season before, you guys had a really good year, but were never really talked about like in the national media with like, could Wake Forest be contending for a playoff spot? Where yeah. weren't you guys eleven and one? If I if I remember correctly, finished. We finished eleven and three, I think. Yeah, we finished eleven and three. Lost ACC championship. Um, yeah, I think I think overall Wake Forest is disrespected um, and underlooked, and that was part of the reason I had to decide to not go back there for a six year, just because like I feel like a lot of stuff is politics, so like like media attention might help my draft stock, um, and just playing at a bigger school, so it was a decision. Like I love that I love Wake. Um, they gave me all like, I gave it all they had. They gave me all they had, um, but yeah, they definitely definitely are undercredited. Just because we put all we put all the same work in that everybody else does, and we beat somebody, and it's like, oh, they had off day or like something like that. So it was it was getting pretty getting pretty tiring. But I think 
I think next few years they'll they'll uh, have a lot more respect just because we've been doing it for the last three three years. I think. And and Wake's known for you know they have a pretty good program as far as you know school wise as you know yeah. accounting and finance and things like that. What was your undergrad degree that you got from there? Uh, health health and exercise science. Health and exercise, and are you getting a master's through from OU in that as well, yeah. or? Uh, no, it's not that. That would have. I don't think I would have gotten into that program. Um, it's like a it's like a leadership kind of program that nice. I would do for like a year. What's it been like talking about like health and you know what you got your undergrad in going to getting to work out with Schmitty, a guy that in the condition health and conditioning with collegiate sports is kind of well known for being one of the better better guys yeah. to to lead that part of the football program. No, he's great. Um, you hear a lot of stories about him, and then you work you work out with him. And he's he's great. He knows what he's talking about. The whole staff does. Coach Dobson, um, they all know what they're doing and they want what's best for us. And they they've been emphasizing a lot last year's record, um, which obviously I wasn't here for. But I understand because my first year at Wake, it was kind of the same. Like you barely make a bowl or stuff like that, and you're supposed to be good. So we've been we've been getting after it. Um, it's tough with these snow days, but we've been definitely getting after it. So, so the Oklahoma schedule just came out finally. The Big Twelve has been holding out, and they finally yeah, released their schedule. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it came out today. So it looks like, as far as the new opponents that are coming into the conference, OU is going to play UCF um, at okay. home, and then it looks like you've also got at BYU, which I think will be a pretty cool uh, yeah. road trip out out there in November. And then you've also got uh, at Cincinnati in, in late September. I was going to ask you, so so coming in, um, what game are you most excited for to play in? I mean, I, is it the Cotton Bowl? Is it Bedlam? Uh, or is there another game that, that excites you? Yeah, I mean, both of those. You hear a lot about the Texas game and just how how packed it is, how, like, how the energy is, regardless of how good the teams are that year. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, Bedlam. Um, obviously, I would love to get to like the playoffs and play one of those games because we can do it. But probably, probably those two games, and then hopefully a bigger game like that would be would be great. Talking about the Texas game, I hope that you put out some highlights during that game because boy, we need to get some revenge on those guys. Forty nine zero is all they really got right now. But um, yeah. you mentioned that something the coaches are emphasizing is last year's record. And, you know, you mentioned clearly you weren't there. Do you feel like in the locker room there's an added, maybe like a chip on the shoulder, kind of, you know, we got to go out there and prove that that record really isn't a representation yeah. of what Coach V is and what this program is going to be? Yeah, uh, I can't really compare from that, like from what it was last year or whatever. But I definitely know, you can tell, like, that all the players have the same chip on their shoulder, that the strength coaches do that the coaches do and they, I'm, it's kind of like rubbing off on me and I wasn't here last year which is so that's a, that's a great thing and I think I think it's going to be a good thing just to start it to get this offseason working because I don't think coach V had it last year I don't I think they were talking about that too just how they didn't really get their hands on the team as much as they wanted to in offseason so it kind of like put them back for the for the next season so this year I think it's it's going to start from like square one where coach we wanted it and i think we'll, we'll get started off on the right foot yeah so and then 
kind of going back to your transfer portal, I'm just more curious about just the whole process because this is still kind of new. Yeah. So when you make the decision, you just enter your name in, and I guess your program where you're at releases you or something. Is yeah. it like your phone immediately starts blowing up? You know, obviously you're you were coveted by big programs. Yeah. I mean, what was that like? I, I just that whole process going through it. Yeah. Um, it was actually that's it was actually a funny story. I was just sitting at my like aunt's house. Um, and I called our compliance guy because I figured out like I wanted to enter the transfer portal and I like got everything cleared with him. And he was like, all right, you're like, your name's in the transfer portal. So I like, I thought I had time to like make a post and like, I thought I was going to be the one to announce it. But I guess when you, when you put your name in the transfer portal, like there's like, it, it goes on like a database or something and people can see that. So like not even three minutes after I got off the phone, there was like a bunch of tweets and like people call it like random numbers just call me so it was, it was pretty hectic um obviously grateful like i'm grateful for all the attention but it was pretty hectic especially when you don't know who's calling you you don't know like if it's that yeah it was crazy um it was definitely way more than high school but it was it was kind of overwhelming because i thought i was gonna be the one to announce it and i was like damn now i gotta make a post like i had to rush to make a post and oh yeah it was it was a little hectic so talking about you as a player and like how you're, it seems like you're going to be, you know, contributing to this team next year. Are you at Wake Forest? And sorry, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I watched a little bit. That's why I knew kind of you guys have been doing well over the last few years, but it's not yeah. like I was watching every single game. Right. How do you think you're going to impact this team? Are you playing a lot of like position wise? Are you playing edge? Or are you going to get, are you going to be asked to go into the interior? Um, and the, like you know, what what do you see there for yourself in in next year's season? Uh, I think regardless, well, right now I'm playing outside, um, but regardless, I think Coach V's defense is perfect for a player like me, just because I like feel like I have a good sense of I have a good sense of like where the ball is, and then Coach V's defense puts you where the ball is, so that's a good that's a good uh, like they go hand in hand. But I just yeah, I think with all the players we have, with all the players we got in the transfer portal, um, I think we'll we'll be able to create one-on-ones and create havoc in the backfield with the movements and the defense defensive schemes that Coach V has. So I think I'm a great fit and hopefully get my get a taste of it in the spring and then in the fall make make a noise of it. Yeah, hopefully we can put together a spring game like we did last year where we had like 70,000 fans in there and uh, yeah, that'd be do all that. Yeah. So um, going back to your high school recruiting, coming out of high school, you're from Connecticut. You know, just looking at your 247 page, obviously you had an offer from Wake Forest, but you also had offers from like Temple, Boston College and some smaller schools in Massachusetts. What was the decision process or what what was that like, um, you know, deciding to kind of venture away from home and go into a school like Wake Forest rather than saying going to like Boston College or something like that or Connecticut? Yeah, Uh, I was originally committed to Temple which was closer, closer to home. But coming out of high school, I thought I wanted to get away from home just to like get the college experience. Um, and then my, my coach, coach at Wake Forest, he was a great coach or a great recruiter. Um, and my mom and grandma loved him. Loved coach Clawson too, the head coach. So it was, it was hard to turn down the ACC along with that academic, the academic part of it. Cause obviously a degree from Wake Forest is speaks a lot. So just the, I think just ACC and the academics and then uh, my mom and grandma liking it was pretty easy. 
So talking about recruiting, and you don't have to go too far into it, but a lot of fans, whenever things don't go their way when it comes to getting a guy either from the transfer portal or from high school recruiting nowadays, always say, well, some, you know, X team, X program dropped a bag because of NIL. Do you feel like NIL's really become a huge part in in this recruiting cycle, or is it still a lot of relationship based and and what the program can do for you to get to the to the next level? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's. I think it personally, I think it's going to go down the wrong road, um, and then it's going to end up like being like kind of like professional and like like the pros, but before the pros. But uh, you, you can you see some schools like they prioritize the bag that they give kids and then they either don't get the money or they end up leaving because they're not happy or whatever, like something like that or schools getting the wrong kids because they're prioritizing money. Um, but I think, I think programs that can find like the middle ground, like having a way to give kids money because that's what college football is now. So you can't really avoid it. And programs that still try to spread love to the whole team try to prioritize culture. Um, will definitely, will definitely put the programs that are too much money below and then programs that give no money below too. So I think programs that can find that middle ground with the money and, and just keeping their culture and not trying to bribe kids to come to school will really be important. It seems like a lot of times when things happen, you know, new, new things emerge, it seems like the middle ground always eventually evens out and that's where everyone ends up. And that's where it appears that Oklahoma is in yeah. where they're trying to do some, but not not ridiculous or anything like that, uh, which is I feel like is the right thing to do. So a lot of kids we've talked to, talk, talked to who's transferred or have committed to the committed to Oklahoma uh, coming out of high school, they all speak about the soul mission. And I yeah. want I like to ask, you know, from you know, obviously we're outsiders looking in. What's your experience on that? I assume that Coach V and the staff try to you know they've sold you on that. What's your yeah. experience with that? Uh, I mean, so far it's been great. They like right when I got here, I think it was a few days after we did, we did a. It's called the Bridge in Western Oklahoma City or Eastern. It's one East or West, and basically just like picked up the street, helped kids like read and stuff like that, organized clothes for churches and stuff like that. So, I think the idea of it is great, and they've already got it rolling. They did a bunch of stuff, a bunch of trips. Like I think spring break, I'm going to Brazil with them for like it's like a mission trip kind of you go down there and have a project to do and you do the project um so it's cool but at the same time it's like life-changing stuff uh, and like community service and all that kind of stuff is it's great it's great for our program and it's great for the community too because it shows that we're bit like it's bigger than just football so i think that's the biggest thing about soul is that it shows that we're more than just football players we care about the community care about making other people's lives easier to live and more accessible to do things. Yeah. Is that- I got a quick follow up. Oh, go ahead. No, you I got, just got a you quick got follow up. So, so when the soul mission, like when someone commits and signs to Oklahoma, is that something that is voluntary for, for the players? Like, you know, this is an Avenue for you to go down or is it kind of something that you're going to be a part of this? If you're going to yeah. play at Oklahoma, you need to participate and give back or, right. or is it just, you know, a lot of the players just do it out of the kindness of their heart because they want to want to help out. Or how does that look? Um, well, like the trips, the trips and stuff aren't they're like completely optional because obviously that's a lot. But the well, I've only been here for like three weeks, but the 
the community service stuff we did was it was mandatory, but everyone was excited to do it and put their like best foot forward doing it. But I think stuff like that, like the community stuff, is like the whole team goes. But the the trips and stuff aren't like it's optional. It's it's paid for, but it's optional. I was actually going to ask something along the same line, so you kind of took my question. But what? So I, I kind of want to go to like what you feel people haven't really recognized about you because I was looking through your stats before you hopped on, and I'm kind of looking at them now. You've had good years. Last year, you had six sacks, two two fumbles, two forced fumbles, and 30 total tackles. I feel like those are good numbers coming off. And you mentioned you didn't get to play every single game last year at Wake. Do you feel like you've been just not recognized quite yet because of the fact that you were at a smaller football program? Um, Or do you feel like there's something that this coaching staff is going to help you develop and take you to that next level? Yeah, I think that's part of the reason I left and chose to put my name in the transporter was just because it's like Wake is a smaller school and I really respected um, when they should be because we beat the best programs that there is. But like last year, I didn't play, or I think it was 20, 21. 21, I had like a great season and it was still kind of like just brushed under the rug um, with scouts and just like na- nationwide kind of. And then last year, I was having a good year and then I got hurt and basically didn't play the last four games and then i played the bowl game and i still put up pretty like pretty good numbers so i think i think just the chip on my shoulder made me want to like keep going and try to get my name higher in the draft um obviously because there's way better money going undrafted versus higher in the draft so yeah i definitely think i have something to prove um i'm trying to trying to get healthy which is the first step, but definitely something to prove just because of the under underlooked part of my last few years. So. Yeah. And then, you know, as far as making the decision of, you know, whether you go in the portal and move elsewhere, but more so on the NFL draft side, just because I'm curious, do you, do you hear draft grades and things like that before you make the decision or how do you make the decision on whether, you know, to go or not to go into the NFL draft to make the, you know, declare. Yeah, yeah, you hear, you, you, I like you can talk to scouts. You can talk to agents that talk to scouts. You can talk to your coaches that talk to scouts. So you get you get like word of mouth, but not official. And then obviously pro day helps like the bowls and the pro days help your help your draft stock go up. But I just felt like personally, I might as well use my last year and try to get hot because I don't think it's going to lower my draft stock playing another year. But I don't, hopefully it raises it so so i have a question for you off the field you're from connecticut i was going through your twitter and it looks like you're a big sports fan you're you know you you had some some thoughts on the the championships games from this this last week where the refs got a little too involved in in my opinion as well but i saw that you were tweeting a lot about the celtics are you a huge celtics and pat and, and patriots fan or are you on yeah, the I'm, I'm a, here. Just just Celtics. I'm not a not a Boston fan. Just a Celtics <laughs> fan. Um I like the Chargers. It's Chargers, Celtics, and Yankees. So good. Yeah. All right. As long as we I, don't have another Patriots fan, on. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm not a Patriots <laughs> Yeah, that that's Jason Tatum's jersey right there. So I'm all Boston fan yeah. and um Celtics I like Gronk. Are, I like Gronk. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, Gronk's just one of the best, you know, obviously one of the best tight ends, and he's just an all-around likable guy. So most people, most people like him. But yeah, the Celtics are great. Um, and now you got the Oklahoma City Thunder right down the road. So you're able to go see some NBA games, which is which is nice uh for yeah, that. So as far as I went to the Warriors, Warriors game last night. Warriors was, how uh, was that? It was good. They came back, yeah. made it made it interesting, but it was uh Really cool to see Curry. Obviously, you got to see him. Best shooter of all time. Not a big fan, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. I'm a big LeBron guy, so kind of saw yeah, a couple of rings. Me too. Yeah, obviously, he took one from the Celtics last year, unfortunately. But as far as, you know, what people, you know, obviously, we, we're becoming more familiar with you because you're now an OU. For everyone that is watching this, what is Oklahoma getting in a player like you, I mean, who who is Rondell, and what 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 can Oklahoma expect? Like to maybe get to know you more and, and everything else. Uh, I just I feel like I said I have something to prove. So even now in the off season, trying to work to get my my ankle right, my body right. Um, and I just think I think me having something to prove is going to put my best foot forward. And uh, even before I had like this big chip on my shoulder, I feel like I always played hard. Um, always just went went all out for my team and playing in front of the fans is a big motivation too. So being, being in front of this many people, every game is going to be another motivation. So I think, I think you're just going to get a guy that wants to make a lot of plays, wants to make a name for himself um, and just has a big chip on his shoulder and ready to get after it. I love it. I don't have any more questions. Do you have anything else for Rondell, bro? Um, the only thing I was going to ask, so you're on the edge, you're, your position coach is then Coach Chavis, I'd imagine. Then, yeah. What are your What are some of your thoughts on him? He seems to be a very enthusiastic guy. We have never yeah. talked with him. Um, yeah. He seems to be a character, and a lot of players really like him. Yeah. No, that was that was part of the reason I uh, chose Oklahoma because he he was easy easy to talk to, easy easy to be around. So was Coach Bates, um, Coach V, all of them. They they just it felt like felt like they wanted me, and then which translated. So it felt like felt like I was wanted here, and just knowing their track record again was it was an easy decision because they're great guys. So and you, it's shown that they're also great coaches too. No, no, that's good to hear. Um, but this, I don't have any more questions. Jose, did you get another one? Or are you good to go? No, we're good to go. Appreciate you being on here, Rondo. Yeah, appreciate you. Having yeah. Me. Yeah, we really appreciate it. So, uh, you know, we're wishing you the best and uh, we're glad that you're here. And uh, so if you guys are watching this video, still made it all the way through, be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, turn the notification bell on, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Apple, and Spotify. Everything's linked in the description below. And I say for the end video challenge, Jose, do you have do you have one? Just go follow Rondell on, on all social yeah. media. Make sure to help him out and, yeah, and try to... Try try to get try to get those numbers up. Yeah, yeah appreciate it. definitely do that. We'll we'll link everything in the description to your profiles below in the in the bio. And uh, again, we appreciate it, and we'll be watching you this fall. And um, hope to have you on maybe in the future. If not, then best of luck, and hopefully OU goes and wins a national championship this okay. fall. That'd be cool, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks.